0: You know, we usually have a fun skit planned for just some ridiculous thing that happened in the magic world this week. Uh but it's safe to say, just Joanne Fabrics, that's the joke. Does it Welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I'm most Ruckman. with me as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. Hey. hey. I, I can't figure out how
1: to spend this uh, $200 at joannfabrics.com.
0: Well, <laughs> you're going to be able to make like a fourth of a cosplay. Ooh, I can be one-fourth uh, of Space Chase. We, we will try to not take up much of Chris's wow time tonight. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much. Your appreciation is considered.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so real quick... Um, What a great way to celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary at the premier event of the year uh, with some great cosplay contest prizing uh, where, you know, hey, three Journeyman Judges Awards each got uh, a $100 gift card. Then your Best in Show Grand Prize winner, a $200 Joanne Fabric gift card. Uh, it also included two three-day badges to the upcoming event. Now, I wanted to know, Could this be any event, or is this an event of their choice? And then one hotel room to use at that upcoming event, which the hotel room could be nice to get into the event. Um, Safe to say, they were bullied so hard, the prizes have just now changed to $3,000 cash prize on top of the $200 Joanne Fabric gift card, a runner-up of $1,750 cash prize, and a new... One fifty dollar Joanne Fabric gift card and one three-day VIP badge to the first oh, so they now are saying uh festival events. So good. Whatever that is, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then third place, one thousand the three judges awards, one thousand dollars, and the one dollar US Joanne fabric gift card. To me, this just screams we should have a cosplay contest. How do we prize it? Uh, I don't know corporate sponsors. Who's out there? What do we got? Right, they aren't sponsored. Five hundred dollars worth of gift cards. The Joanne Fabrics They aren't sponsored by Joanne yeah. Fabrics.
1: That's the craziest thing. Like some intern was just like, "I'll go down to Joanne Fabrics and I'll buy gift cards."
2: <laughs> and like, I, yeah, I guess I think that's fine for like your local library. Right? I think that's what a lot of people are talking about. Like a lot of the comments I saw were like, "Hey, you know, if, if this is some local cosplay contest, this this would be like decent pricing, right?" Like. It's considerate, yeah. hey, you know whatever, but it costs two hundred and fifty dollars to walk in the door and
1: right. look right. at the convention.
0: Right? Yes,
2: you're you're exactly.
0: Also, right. someone said there's no ODE events at Magic Thirty. Yeah, under one thing so far, right?
1: Well, uh, I'm pretty sure like you can open them in your mystery boxes or something. I don't know. Uh, I didn't read the article. I'm not going to that event. I'm going to Atlanta.
2: Yeah. When players play, play. play, you know? Mm, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Jermaine Dupri. Not a lot of people out there are going to understand the Jermaine Dupri jokes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're going to have to... It's not, Jermaine Dupri is not on TikTok, so not, the, the kids that watch this, aka listen to this podcast, are not going to understand, you know? i just like to say... A.K.A. Lula. That Rito Games... Uh-huh. uh, They
1: have a cosplay contest at their Worlds event, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and the grand prize includes – this isn't even their Worlds. This is just one of their, like, LCS finals, right? Right. And the cosplay contest gives out uh, a round-trip ticket to Worlds for them and a friend and $5,000. And second place is 2000 and so far down, all cash, right? Right. And, like, that's like I, – and I get that, you know, Wizards of the Coast is a small basement company that right. yeah. operates out of a, a milk carton. In Mark Rosewater's, uh, you know, parents' house, but uh, you know, and because of this increased prize to the cosplay competition, uh, you know, there's a we're gonna push back Pioneer on Arena right. even further.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say we're taking it out of the the prize pool. That's uh, what you get.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> there's no prizes at Magic Thirty. I don't think there's a tournament, right? There's like one tournament where if you win, you there's get to draft Commander. Data.
0: Pods. Yeah,
1: Commander. Yeah, there's That's no magic. Prizes for. prizes for that though. The,
0: the friends you the made, along, made the along the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well that joke is Like know. the One Piece. Yeah. Oh man. The One Piece is real. Okay, so usually I save these for our like BSing around before we start recording. Um But I had I had to save this for the actual show. Uh so my wife, bless her heart, tries to understand wrestling. Um, does not understand it, and easily messes people's names up. Um, my favorite being uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was on the screen, and she goes, is that Stone Cold Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it sure mm. is, baby doll. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. Um, so mm. we're, we're sitting there just watching our TikToks, and a clip came on of, like, the feud between Booker and, and Stone Cold. Yeah, in the grocery where, store. Not the grocery oh, store one. what? Not the grocery this store is This is another clip where Booker is at, like, an old folks' home playing bingo. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting there playing bingo, steals an old lady's card, and then, like, they're just playing, the, like, he's losing, steals the card from the old lady next to him, and then as they're calling bingo out, you just hear a voice go, "A." Hey. As in Austin, three sixteen, <laughs> and his eyes just grow wide. Right, and he just he just runs out of there. Yeah, and I pause it, and Merrily just goes, "Is that Stone Hard Steen Austin?" <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's the one. That's 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 the guy. <laughs> and
0: I I, I just th- I just think now that if I ever get tired of C three W. Returning once again during Extra Life. That's right. Uh, which, by the way, real quick, we need to change Extra Life. Uh, I have some stuff on actual Extra Life weekends. So we're going to be actually doing Extra Life on no- Saturday, November, the 12th. Smart calendar is on that. Uh, we'll go over that again at the end of the episode. Um, I said I'm just going to make a wrestling promotion that are just like malformed versus wrestlers <laughs> whose name she never gets right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Hey. So expect expect the match between S- Stone Hard Steen Austin yeah. and Stone Cold Jackson. Stone Cold Jackson, I'm ready for it.
2: <laughs> hey, I I need to get canceled real quick.
0: Okay, go ahead. Uh, what? Well, I'll hold on. Hold on. Um, Shred- now go for nice. <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead and yeah. make a
2: little uh, little stamp there, just in case. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. It's
2: it's really it's really not that bad. Uh, and I, this is a small amount. I'm not even going to gatekeep. I'm just going to tell you guys some some info on something. Somebody put out a Twitter poll for Magic the Gathering players. And as you all know, if you are a Magic the Gathering player, you really cannot help but give your opinion on things. I think it's just as soon as you sign up, we just are compelled to give our opinion on things. So somebody asked Magic the Gathering players, hey, what's the best sport? And 40% of real, actual people who are able to respond on Twitter, right? 40% said soccer. Huh. That is that's, the, that's n- the number that's one... The international, that's the international audience. That, it, sure, I'm just telling you. It is the number one way to tell me that you do not watch sports and have no understanding of sports at all if you think that soccer is the best sport.
0: Some well, people... Once again, I'm sorry to tell you, Chris. Yeah. Sports exist outside of just America.
1: No, nope. uh, I have I, yet to see that proven <laughs> there.
2: There is sumo wrestling. We, there, we
0: watched a game. We watched them play an American football game in Ireland.
2: Yes. 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 Listen, listen, I, I am not telling you that this is I am telling you that regardless of where you are from, that is not true. I don't care okay. who, what, when, where or why, unless you have only ever seen soccer, then it is the best sport, according to you. If you have watched another sport, then it is probably not the case that soccer is better than that sport. And some people responded, "Well, accessibility is a big factor for me. Uh, you can play street hockey with a ball and, and wood sticks. You find." I was it. gonna
0: say, let's be honest here, hockey is the best. Right.
2: Part. I was gonna say the like there is no integrity to the game of soccer, absolutely zero, absolutely no integrity to it. Uh, uh, I took up watching sumo wrestling, men's
0: soccer anyway. Right. There's no I
2: integrity took up watching... to chess. <laughs> true, true, true. Until until they put you through the the metal scanners, right? Especially right. in your bottom region,
1: yeah, the one that can scan way
2: up your butt. Uh, I took up watching sumo wrestling. Way over up the there, pan- Morty. <laughs> way up there. I took up watching sumo wrestling uh, during the pandemic. Of sumo course, wrestling, you did. Of course, sumo you did. wrestling instituted instant replay before soccer did. All right, just just to give you some kind of thing on like, oh, it's so
0: traditional. Well, so is sumo wrestling. Yet, also, if if you're if you're bored looking for sports to watch. In like the middle of the night, go find streams of Japanese high school baseball,
2: or the baseball where they use the uh, you know certain dolls that were really discounted (laughs) and mass (laughs) produced uh, and put them in the stands in in Korea Korea before somebody realized that those were not in fact like actual mannequins. They were uh, they were they were dolls of a certain size, you know. Yes. So uh, yeah, that was that was entertaining. But anyway, I just had to get my rant over because there's no way forty percent uh of of people think that soccer is the best sport. It is so far and away one of the worst sports for, for integrity purposes that I, it blows Can my. Can I just mind.
0: say thank God baseball didn't win that poll?
2: Yeah, I mean de- definitely agree there. Like baseball is definitely not the best sport. Like it, it makes sense. It is a sport that has symmetry, right? Like hey, somebody's offense, somebody's defense, it's great for statistics. But like there are a lot of fine answers. You you could have argued to me baseball. Or sorry, you could have argued to me basketball. You could have argued hockey. There are a lot of arguments I would listen to. Soccer soccer and American football are just not one of them. Like American football has way too many injuries to make any kind of sense what? there. And there's just competitive no tag. Right NCAA football football is the purest sport. Cornhole. I would have listened to cornhole. Cornhole, yeah. yeah.
0: Slippery stairs. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Tech. Go tech. Tech. Tech with the upset. I mean, this is an upset. Up. It's that's
2: empty. all. My, my, my rant is over. I just was really, really upset by that. So, if I can get some, no. Thing.
0: Hey, Chris, are you going to apply for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback position?
2: Yeah, they're taking anybody
0: at this point. Mm-hmm. Carnage asked if he can stay with me as he applies. <laughs> I said, "Come on, we'll fight. We'll figure it out." That's right. Get on over here. It's like that movie. All right. So, what are we doing this week? Oh, good. Go ah, I was going to say, "What are we doing this week?" Well usual usual we got our challenges we're going to talk about real quick um we don't have the top 8 for whatever reason for the NRG 5K that was in Minneapolis this weekend uh but we do have like sort of the, we do have all the decks we're going to kind of look at the 6 and 1s and uh, a little lower what generally would have been the top 8 and then uh yeah we're going to talk about hey um next weekend is a Pioneer 5K in Dallas which unfortunately I will not be able to make but I know Ricky's going to be there so keep an eye out for Ricky say hi to Ricky at that event. And then, you know, we're just coming up on a little on over a month before regionals, at least in America and soon to be the rest of the world. So we're going to talk about, hey, you know, what are some good tips to start practicing? Uh, we're about to hit spoiler season. So, you know, excuse me. How do you decide cards really keep an eye out for, and what are you looking for as we head into spoiler season? And then uh, we're also going to talk about briefly, we're not going to go into thoughts on bannings, what should be banned, what shouldn't be banned. We've, we've already kind of discussed that ad nauseum by now. Uh, um, so I'm going to try to kind of avoid those, at least pre planned avoid those uh, segments until anything, if or when, does happen. Uh, But I do want to kind of talk about, hey, you know, say the wind blows in strange ways, and we do see action on the ban list before regionals, um, and we just assume, hey, Mono Green, something happens, Rakdos, something happens, what decks are we looking at for those events then? Uh, Again, just very nervously assuming things, because we don't know what that ban list would entail. So... Before we get started, that, guys, anything else we want to wrap, wrap up here before we move into uh, Pioneer Focus? No, let's get to it. All right. On Saturday's challenge, we have Magic of Player 1 in 8th place, the Zorius Control. We have Dash Fish on Arachnus Rings in 7th place, 6th place. We have Bill Sieve on Abzan Grease Fang. In third, fifth place, sorry, we have never didn't have it on Nykthos Ramp. We get back to mono green build here of uh, no carn even. We are just playing, they're ready, some mono green big dudes. They're ready for the band, already. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're playing fair Nykthos here today. Uh, fourth place, we have Par Smasher on Rakdos Midrange, third place, we have Tyus M on bant spirits second place we have Rastaff on mono green build of our devotion strategy with car this time and first place claudio came back once again and showed why he was the dragon master with a first place nib to light finish so gentlemen which of these uh decks do we want to start off with here i mean i, mean,
2: you, I always want to start off with the claudio but do I know you want to look want, at this so. claudio
0: uh, masterpiece here yeah, let's talk about it. break it down for us. You ever watch
1: uh Amadeus and like uh Mozart is like writing things that uh the other Oh guy I thought we
0: were talking about the Falco music video just uh
1: just can't comprehend it all. That's what it <laughs> that's what it is to look at a deck list by Claudio. It's like this is a symphony of perfection and I look at it and I'm just like, I would lose with this deck every time. But I think the big ads here are Leyline binding and I don't believe we were main decking slaughter games before. Do you know if we were main decking slaughter games before? It kind of went back and
2: forth. That's the one thing I don't like. I, I usually I don't even like sideboarding those
0: cards sometimes. Um, but it's just a free Rakdos card. Like but you yeah. can just like you can bring to light it.
1: Yeah. Like you could like if you know your opponent is on like some weird deck or whatever, right? You can just yeah. bring yeah. to light for the slaughter games, and then just like catch all their Nykthoses or something. I don't know. Can you name Nykthos? I, I no, believe it's can't. nonland.
0: land Yeah. Oh, but you can name, like, Indomitable Creativity.
1: Yeah. You can name You're all right. their Karns. You can name all their, you know, I don't know, Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yeah. But I do like this deck. Uh, I do think that, like, just decks that play Vanishing Verse are just going to be really strong right now mm-hmm. with just how the threats of the format are lining
0: up. Mm-hmm. I do think this deck does line up very well against Rakdos and Mono Green. Unfortunately, I think, like you said, this deck is just a nightmare to pilot properly in for anyone, let alone in paper. Right. There's a lot of real interesting cards,
1: especially in like the sideboard and stuff like that. Uh, like the Arlen, the Pax Hope is a card that always confuses me. Maybe because like we just want another red green card that isn't Clothis. But sure. uh, I, I don't really understand that card exactly, but it's got a lot of text on it, so who knows. Uh, it just
0: ma- it just makes,
1: like, two twos, I and feel then it's like, just a beater, right? I feel like this list was not on 3 Growth Spiral before, and I like that a lot. I think it needed
0: to be on Growth Spirals. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you, though, also, about Vanishing Verse. I mean, you, you've you seen me talk about it before. i I just like, man, I just really want to play a deck with, like, Wandering Emperor and Vanishing Verse right now. Right. I mean, exiling things is a... Uh, Pretty powerful, pretty good stuff for sure. Uh, I mean, Rastaff here, like we said, we're on mono green devotion, straight mono green devotion here. No fuss, no muss. Uh, it's fine. I the you definitely this deck uh, relies a lot more on just the beat down, I mean, we're also just main boarding our Sky Sovereigns, which I think is also another nod to the mid range matchup where Sky Sovereign just does so much for the matchup for you. Um, our combo potential here is a lot harder. But we have just a more solid just beat down game plan uh Bant spirits here I mean it's Bant spirits like <laughs> there's a couple a couple differences here now're on we're now we're maining the Katilda, right um only uh oh never mind I thought they dropped down like two they're dropping like down to two imperial eagle uh, cause we're also this mainboarding remorseful cleric for the like um Greasefeng matchups now, right um so. Some changes there. Uh, Our fourth place and seventh place Rakdos mid-range list are a little different here. Uh, is playing one Kalidus, two Shieldred. Meanwhile, Fish is playing uh, just two Shieldred and one Tenacious Underdog. Kind of the the key differences uh, for those two decks. Magicka player one here playing Azorius Control. no temporary lockdowns i think i just there's just the card i just want to see right now
2: Venom multiplier is not more um is it Leyline binding it hits mana dorks right like yeah. it doesn't hit
1: like the troll it doesn't hit fable it doesn't hit trespasser it doesn't hit like anything other than like blood tithe harvester in the Rakdos
0: matchup. So, like, yeah, it's not it's not great against Rakdos, but I think it's a great against a lot of the rest of the field. So it hits Manorx, it hits Wolf Willowhaven, it hits Oath of Nyssa out, uh, and it hits Kariatid out of devotion. It hits a lot um, of mono white. It hits a lot, it hits like most of mono white. It hits a lot of Bant spirits. Uh Bant Spirits of course can remove it more easily than a lot of other decks. Um it hits a deck we'll see here coming up uh, with like Sam's new build of like boss slide, in the format it hits a lot of mono red cards. I think the card does a whole lot and maybe it's just, you know, we're playing the 75 build here, so we can't really squeeze it in. But I do think some number of temporary lockdowns where I want to be in the format.
2: Yeah. Temporary lockdown. I don't know. It depends. There's not quite as many of the road of the ground aggro decks because of the amount of mid range being played. Um, and while the aggro decks are a little better against some of the control variants, they're still not the most solid against Rakdos, because of the you know the more targeted removal. So I, I could see it. It could be a metagame call, but I I do I do hear you. That that's a heck of a card for sure. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about this fifth place deck though? Yeah. Break it down for us. Uh so it's like the mono green package where you're playing a bunch of elves. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of uh playing things like oath of nissa which is boring and doesn't attack right right (laughs) right sure we're playing questing beast and instead of karn which is slow and just finds cards right we're playing Ovenwald oddity yeah and uh instead of trying to combo off forever uh we're just storming the festival for a bunch of big hasty dudes uh i like this look at this Four nulhide
0: Ferox in the sideboard. Four Nullhide
1: Ferox in the sideboard. Man, this is like uh, this. Just feels like the you're a red black player and you've like finally got the edge on the mono green matchup, and then this happens and it's a nightmare, right? Yeah, they're even playing even mana cost threats with questing beasts and Uvenwald Oddity. So like, Extinction Event isn't as good as it is against regular mono green, where normally Extinction Event kills the entire Monogreen board. Like, it hits Troll, Elf, and Cavalier all at the same time. So this is a... I like this a lot. I don't know about three Pithing Needle. That seems excessive. That's a lot. But I like everything else about this list. And I think this list is hot. Uh, Kiora just draws you a billion cards and can also still untap your Nykthoses and stuff.
0: You get to play Castle Garabrig, which is a card can we fit like one or two mono green Sirocs in here just to give like our Cavaliers haste? But like Oddity and Questing Beast already have haste. Yeah, but like our old growth trolls don't. Oh, I think we'll be okay. I don't know, Ricky. Ricky, I don't know. I don't think maybe you can.
1: Questing Beast is legendary, right? So you could probably cut one yeah. Questing Beast and play a Siroc if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh,. The vodka, not the creature. I
0: want to make sure Diddy gets his uh, his royalties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's who owns Ciroc, right? Who yeah, owns Ciroc? I think we both just made the same reference, which is pretty great.
1: <laughs> Chris, Google.
2: <laughs> it's Ciroc who owns the, the... Well, let's go with Diddy. Let's go with the Diddy. Or as he was known back in my day. P. P. Who owns Ciroc? Who's the
1: real Ciro. owner of Ciroc? Show oh. me Diddy. Uh,
2: Anthony Fauci. That's who's behind it
1: all. <laughs> John Sebastian Robiquet. There's no also way that's. How that's there's
2: no way that's how you say that. Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is
1: Siroc a Diddy? Sorok a Diddy. In June twenty eighteen, <laughs> Sean Diddy Combs and the maker of Siroc entered the spirits category with the indirect the
2: they made okay,
0: a brand so was Diddy. All right, cool. All right, cool. Good deal. Famous, uh, famous and-
2: WWE wrestler William Henry Harrison. <laughs> that's a deep that's a deep United States history cut for for that one. That's good. All
0: that's right. Good. What Dang. else is uh, uh, going on? Sixth place, though. Where, where are Liliana at in, in Greece Bay here? Man, where it at though?
1: We're we're indeed. This is kind of an old build. Uh, you know, it's an old code, but uh, it checks out. It, still, it checks
0: out, yeah. <laughs> I know
2: I know. we're going to talk about this in a minute, but I did get to watch a, a decent little bit of the NRG series this weekend. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how good Liliana seemed from, like, I only got to watch some of it. But the commentators, one of which was Doomwake, was talking about how good uh, that Liliana seemed in the Grease Fang decks in general. Right, and so uh, you know, I'm surprised. They definitely pe- people seem to be on it. It could just be that it was like not, not quite an updated list or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Who, who knows what happened? But maybe they just don't like it. I'd be interested to hear that as well. But it definitely feels like people that have been playing it or at least watch other people play it have felt like it's been decent. But who boy,
1: uh, but yeah, it's a, it's kind of an older list. I used to play the the Tassiger and stuff like that when I, when I was messing around with Nate. I, mm-hmm. There's so many. Four Thoughtseize and two Duress, I don't know. I don't think you need that much protection, you know? That's a a little excessive in my opinion, but, you know, ride on, you crazy rat person. Yeah,
2: there was a few months there I really didn't feel like Thoughtseize was that good. Like, it just felt like, you know, you you weren't taking enough away um, from, like, all the decks that have just repetitive threats, right? Like, what are you you taking away from The big thing
1: is you're just trying to take away their answer. Sure, sure. Like you sure. just want to take away their fatal push or whatever their instant speed way to kill your grease fang was.
2: They just had so many answers, you know. Right. But I hear you. Yeah, they only have so many instant speed ones. So, right. Um, man, sixteenth
1: place though. I mean, we were talking about eighth, right, already. Yeah, I want to talk about eleventh place. You want to talk about eleventh place?
0: Okay. Look at Paul Laffer right. or Lager right. thirteen here. Four color humans. We're playing Coco and Pyre of Heroes. We got our Shaxpress, we got Charming Princes, we've got Aether Chandlers. This deck, uh, this deck's got some stuff. I've seen like the Aether Chandler Charming
1: Prince build seem pretty cute for sure. I don't, I still do not like seeing Pyre and Company in the same deck. I don't like Pyre at all. This card is bad. Anybody who plays it is interesting.
2: (laughs) I don't think they're
1: winning. Good save.
0: Good save. <laughs> Ricky, yeah. Ricky Ricky yeah. can't afford to open up a second front right. with the Jimmy Long War yeah. going on. Yeah,
1: fair, fair. I'm just saying, like, Pyre of Heroes is a really, really cool card, Um, but I don't know if it wins games. I think it prolongs games, but it doesn't win them. Yeah. So, there's my, you know, ten cents, which is about what this card is worth, you know?
0: Yeah, fourteenth uh, place, mono black mid range by Surebud. Uh, that's kind of what I think when I see this deck list. Surebud, sure <laughs> that was a cute. I one. don't. I, don't <laughs> I like. I think that this one. deck
1: is infinitely I like better. I <laughs> think literally just casting black cards with swamp <laughs> sure, sure. is good enough.
0: I look. I like evolve sleeper. I love our Urborg and our mono black deck.
1: You gotta play it.
0: For, all, for our, our Field of Ruins?
1: We spent $36 on one. We're going to play it. Yeah, I, I just spent $40 on one, so I know. I would play two Takanuma
0: over a Theorborg, but that's just me. Oh, man. This deck's hot, though. I mean, at least it's not trying to do, like, the Underworld Dreams stu- like shenanigans. I think if the Aetherborn's a fine card, like... I just want to say, you're just going to... Bank Buster. Bank Buster. Bank buster. Oh, yeah, how's your stocks going? They're almost to $2 each now we're getting there. We're getting if there. If that's Ricky. not proof
2: of insider trading, I don't know what is.
0: <laughs> uh, look, what else am I supposed to do with my platform look, besides rig card prices? The, the next, <laughs> I want to see
2: Pelosi stock trades. That's all I'm saying. That's the next all I'm thing saying. That we're you will receive push. an
0: email for us from us this week asking for another fifteen dollars. <laughs> <though. laughs> Remember, that's Academy right. Loremaster. Academy Loremaster. <laughs> that's the next one, dude. I'm sitting on at least twelve. Okay. We need to expand. Tell, I need to expand to, my position. Talk to me when you get Kibler levels of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, my my investments pay out, and Kibler's real investments pay out, but his uh, his cardboard investment did not.
0: Uh-huh. You just got to be like uh, MBT with his like supply of three hundred thousand Mystic Mines. Oh man, they didn't ban it today. They didn't ban it today. Hey, how's
2: uh, how's Mayor of Averbrook doing? I recently came across a Facebook picture of me spreading out a bunch of promos that I uh, I could have just claimed no as my have. judge. No, no, no. I, I could have just I could have claimed him as my judge reward, and I didn't. And I'm like, man, that card seems interesting, but I'm no, sure it's... there's
1: no way that's worth money.
2: No, probably not. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll get
1: I'll get the the scoop on it right now here. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, well, well, Ricky gets that scoop. Thirteenth place. A little bit of creativity stuff. That's always fun to see. Twenty-second uh, place is a fun build by Sandy Dog. We'll talk about it in the next top eight. Uh, then when Ricky's done looking up prices, right. we'll talk about. Mayor of Book is list. three dollars and fifty cents. Mm. How much is the F how much is the pre-release promo though?
2: They don't have it listed. Oh, that means it's infinity dollars. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. Um, can we look
1: at sixteenth place? Yeah, do it. I was waiting. Uh, it's goblins by Seventh Profit. This is uh 36 creatures, 24 lands. Go. All of our sideboards are three ofs. We got Fanatical Firebrands, Foundry Street Denizens, Legion Loyalists, two Skirk Prospector, seems like a random number there, four Battlecry Goblin, four conspicuous Snoop, three Goblin Instigator, two Goblin Pile Driver, four Horde Master, four Hobgoblin Bandit Lord and two Squee Monarch. With just 24 lands. And then we got some roasts in the sideboard. And rending volleys. Yeah, uh, I mean... Hold on,
0: how much is Unlicensed Hearse now?
1: They're 20 bucks each.
0: Holy.
2: Yeah. That's how much I paid for mine, I think.
0: Man, I almost picked... Man, you picked up mine. the boat... Oh, I got yeah. I am just saying. I we missed the boat on those. Also, almost ended up being a swag bag card. I think we gave the people enough with Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yeah. But don't worry though. I've got a good one going out. Once I'm still waiting on a couple cards. So I'm sorry the September ones going out late, but the cards are still coming in. But they're they're fun ones.
1: All in all, Saturday's challenge pretty solid. Also, I mean, you know, not to not to be that guy, right?
0: A lot of Rakdos and a lot of uh but, I mean, at the bottom here.
1: Rakdos, right? Like Yeah. Technically, you know
0: only six point five percent wait this wait, hold on, hold on. This has gotta be No wrong. the pro- it's wrong because they have Rakdos midrange split between Rakdos Midrange and BR.
1: Mm. Oh you man.
0: Know. Well Their numbers are off. Either way, there
1: were six I can, six Nikthos ramp decks. In the top thirty-two here, yeah, I'm just saying it's not like half the meta or anything like that. Like it's not
0: a problem, and it didn't even win. Look, I can tell you that from our metrics that we that we use for the uh, right the playing pioneer tier list, the, the um, very
1: advanced methods. You know,
0: there were fifteen mid range decks in the top thirty-two this weekend uh, between the ch- both challenges and uh, six. Mono green decks. Ooh. That means there's no mono green decks in the next event? Uh, there's one. There were six mono green decks in this one. There's there's two. Well, all right. Let's go to the next one. All right. The next one, uh, Il Nano in eighth place with Rakdos midrange. In seventh place, we have Kamatman. in seventh place with Rakdos midrange. In sixth place, we have Poker Wizard. With Rakdos midrange. In 5th place, we have Happy Sandwich on Abzan Greasefang. In 4th place, we have Elux on Rakdos midrange. In 3rd place, we have VFS on Bant Control. In 2nd place, we have Island Go Sammy on Gruel Aggro. Kind of that updated boss slide deck I mentioned earlier. And then in 1st place, we have Misplaced Ginger, the Rakdos god themself on mid range,
2: They once were lost, but now they're found. Uh, yeah.
1: This Bant control deck Yeah? is only green card is, uh, three locks and Smiter in the sideboard. Sounds about okay, That's right? Bant.
0: That sounds like Bant to and me, that's baby. Right.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you can actually cast it. They can't. They can't. They
0: cannot cast it. Like, we're not even playing one force that we can tutor with our Field of Ruin. There's gotta be a way they can make this mana, right?
1: No, they can't. No, there isn't. They
0: can't they can't
1: cast it. That's so funny. I mean, you can cast it, because people are gonna plus lily on you. Yeah. So I mean it works. What are they gonna do? Board out Liliana? <laughs> like what are they <laughs> gonna do? Not plus your Lily?
2: Certainly not bad.
1: When was the last time you saw a Rakdos player actually just not plus their lily? Never. Exactly. They always plus it. They are predictable. Yeah. Therefore, they are defeatable.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they believe.
0: All right, but let's let's take a look at Sam's list here. So, first of all, I like that Pioneers come a long way, that the bad deck I used to play for fun now has enough good cards to be viable. Right. Uh, because Phoenix Chick and Kumano Faces Kakazon are a lot better than Bowmat Courier... <laughs> and Fire Drinker Seder. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a Seder. Look, we can get rid of Yavmeyer Iconoclast. I, I keep bugging him to play Galea in this deck, uh, but I will say that Galea is also banned on Mitko right now. Um, so don't do that, but play it in paper because Galea is a great card. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're just a lot of ones and twos here. We're just, like I said, it's boss sly build. So we've got a lot of cheap creatures. we got Burn Tremissaries to ramp us into additional twos here with our Kari Zebs. You have my Iconoclast, we can cast a Stomp, or we can Surge out a Reckless Bushwhacker. We also have Play With Fire and target's Command. Uh, these decks are always a lot of fun, and uh, it's a deck that I think puts up a faster clock than Mono-White Humans, but is definitely a little more susceptible to um, being touched. some of the pitfalls. Yes, exactly. Uh, I
1: think that this is uh, a deck piloted by a very, very good aggro player. Yes. And I think that uh that this deck would otherwise not be that good. Um I I don't think that like aggro is not viable. I just think that the best aggro deck is white. And while I do think this deck is hilarious. Uh I think that there's uh there's some there's some weird weird spots about this deck that I'm not sure on like lava coil.
2: Lava coil being the questionable one, huh? Just in a I world mean, of children, you just don't think it's good enough. We're in a roast world, baby. And we live in a roast world. I'm just Maybe they
0: roast. were sold out of roasts, Ricky. Huh? Maybe they were sold out of roasts.
1: Maybe. maybe. Um, but I do think this deck is uh, very, very fun. It's definitely a, uh, like, it'll get you. Like, you're just not going to, yeah. you're just going to, like, slip up. You're going to keep one
0: bad hand, and they're just going to steal the game from you. Yeah. They just go chick into double burning tree plus a bushwhacker. Yep.
1: I mean, just like even just like things like like legion loyalist into like burning tree bushwhacker is like a lot of damage. Legion loyalist is such a powerful card, and it is expensive for what it is too. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Look, I mean, literally forty. No, no, no. I'll go ahead and say sixty-five percent of the time. It is a raging goblin, and that's it. Yes. However, that other 2% of the time, uh, it's incredible. When your opponent's tokens can't block. When your guys gain first strike and trample, and your opponent cries. And the is relevant.
0: Trample is so relevant when you have your guys getting bumped up to like twos and threes. And I believe you can
1: stack it so that Ragavan gets the boost too, right? Ragavan can't be your third guy to trigger the battalion, but if you have battalion, you can trigger car like you can trigger this and then trigger Karizev on top, right? Yeah. To stack the triggers?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Nice. Uh what was in this uh the the, the master Rakdos? Huh?
0: Wait, say that again? In, oh, uh, on the topless deck?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh that's interesting. This looks um I mean like it looks solid. It's clean. Nice and clean. We got the Cletus in the sideboard now. Two bank buster in the board. Two bank buster in the board. We got Hitsudeku consuming all. Um, that card's very good, by the way. Again,
0: it's a card I've been cha- I've championed for a long time. Arakto sideboards, um, but now it's really good. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, now it scares me. Uh, it, it smells fear.
1: <laughs> four dread bear, dread bore, four fatal push. We're not messing around with weird abrades and strangles in the main board, you know. I like. Are this you list. out of
2: you off of a braid in the main
1: board? I'm not out off of a braid in the main board, but I'm just saying it's not like playing one ofs and stuff like that for yeah. the Rakdos list. I don't think Rakdos really needs to play a braid.
0: Like you have, you've That's got board, yeah. you have
1: Fatal Push, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: You already have the best removal
0: spells, right? I mean the abrade, the braid's just there to like, you know, you can maybe catch Chain Veil, you could catch like the Parhelion, you could catch the, the, your opponent's hearse type of deal. Right. I, I like the one of a braid in Phoenix a
1: lot because, one, it kills Ledger Shredder with one card, which is important, and two, it can kill uh, Grease Fang at instant speed. Yeah, that's
2: fair. I, I like the take on it.
1: But, uh, that being said, I don't think that Rakdos needs to play upgrades. And this list looks very nice and very clean, and all twos and threes in the sideboard, and Really, not just any one of, except for tenacious underdog, which is really uh, more of a for, third Croxa, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, it's, it's one of those good cards. Like, pretty pretty good in the in the mirror because it's just a card that you just get to keep buying back from your yard and filling your hand back up with.
1: Man, also, I feel like every other day, I look on Twitter, and I just see like half a million people saying that like, Childred is overrated. children's not a good card. Like, you don't need children. It does nothing, and then I'm just like, and I just this is just salty people trying to get prices down, and I, I don't blame them, right? Shieldred's yeah. expensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Can we start campaigning for Meat Hook Massacre to be bad instead? Oh man, is <laughs> that's a card I just like can't bring myself to ever buy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Shieldred though is uh,
1: it's the truth. Five toughness. Who would have Who would have known? That a five in the second slot on a card would be all it took. See, dry fans everywhere in shambles. Oh, man. You didn't, need, you didn't need trample. You just needed death touch the whole time.
0: <laughs> uh, I think Chris is going to like 24th place here. Let's see it. Uh,. Blue it's it is is it decked by B Madman's creativity. Mad Man. Yep. But our only play our only payoff is Hallbreaker Horror. <laughs>
2: Hullbreaker Horror, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's cute. I've tried something like that. I, I think that you can just play that in like your ramp deck that like draws a lot of cards, especially in any yeah. blue deck. Like I, I don't think it's unreasonable if you would like to, to to see so many cards that you have ways to get Hallbreaker Horror either sneak it into play or just actually cast it. Um I prefer my creativities to just either win me the game or or get me insane value back, but uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have like Holbreaker whore and things like God Pharaoh's gift type style stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that this is better than the uh, the blue Gear Hulk version. You know? Sure.
1: I mean, I think the I really do think the best build of creativity is one where you're aiming for X equals two and you're going into a combo.
2: Right. Yeah, I it, think it's that, a like, little just, tough because you're, like, you're. it's a one-card combo, and, and you know, hey, that's, tr- that used to be pretty good, but it's so hard with Thoughtseize in the format and removal spells like, to, like... You're
1: trying to resolve a five-mana sorcery that can be, like, stopped by removal spells.
2: Right, right.
1: So, like, I'm just saying, like, if we're going for, like, that high risk of a game plan, I feel like we can't just be, like, getting a little bit of value off of it.
2: You need You'd to be just surprised because like, like you're, you're here, just there, the game. there are two things that people forget all the time against creativity. One, I can still cast it for X equals two, even if I'm just getting two, two gear Hulks, and one of them is getting me a magma opus. And one of them is getting me either a dig through time or some random draw spell. Right. Because like, if you kill one, I still get my opus. So like, you you cast it for X equals two just fine in that version of the deck, and a lot of people forget about that. They're like, oh, I've got my removal spell open. And I'm like, well, you know, once I've got enough treasures, I can cast it for two, and I still get the thing I wanted to do. And thing two, in that version, sometimes I'm casting it for two because they played an artifact spell that interacts with my graveyard, not realizing that I can just kill it <laughs> with, my, with my thing. And yeah, they get to spin the wheel too, but usually mine's going to be better than theirs, and that's a world I'm willing to live in. So... There, there's there are some factors with that that I, having played the deck a ton, that I do like regular creativity. You know, now this card,
1: uh, I don't know if you guys know this because you know we're a pioneer podcast, right. Did you guys know that creativity is popping off right now in modern.
2: Yeah, yeah, it does. It's the only way I can play a modern deck. <laughs> uh,
1: the big thing is like you can go for creativity on turn four by just fetching for the dwarf land, right? So that's yeah, mm-hmm. um, they go get the the guy that
2: archon like, of cruelty or whatever. Yeah,
1: the guy that like mini cruel tomatoes. You every turn.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I don't, I like this deck, I, I, but I just think that like whole horror. While that's a cool thing to go get, I'd rather just like try to get a game winning combo. Whether it's like the, I mean, preferably it's the xenagos and the worm. Sure. Just because you can like. You can discard those to your Prismari Commands or whatever, right? To make sure that you uh, you shuff, shuffle them back in, right?
2: Yeah, ju- just the uh, just the one, so you can only get the the worm back, right? Um, but still, it makes your life a lot easier, right? It's just sort of like
1: I don't know, some, some sort of combo, or maybe like I don't know, is there a bigger boat? sandwich? Is there a bigger boat we could go into than Holebreaker Horror? We just, like... I I'd be in, thinking about with, like, like, the Uwamaw thing is, then it would be, like, thing. a
2: reanimator target. Like, you could get Zatalpa, maybe, you know?
1: Yeah. But, anyways, I I think the deck is cool. Very exciting. I'm not sure about four Fires of Victory, because I don't like Fires of Victory.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I can't wait to be wrong on that card, but I have I have not seen the magic. Right. But maybe it's a lot of damage, right? Uh uh-huh. hmm To a creature or Planeswalker. To a creature Planeswalker, and maybe you draw a card sometimes.
1: Now, are we ready to move on to this NRG thing that literally makes no
0: sense? No, real quick. Uh, 32nd place, we have our, our $1,000 Pioneer deck. Yeah. Uh, it's our Nicol Bolas pile. Nice. not There's always one there. Always one there. There's always one. With two Shields three Liliana, three, yeah. three... Meat Hook Massacre. Oh, my God.
1: It's still more affordable than Modern.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're yeah. The Ar- energy events, the energy events, weird. I there, I checked the the melee listing. There's no top eight shown, uh, but you're you're kind of your your six and ones here. Mono white humans, grease Greasefink, is it Phoenix Rakdos tokens, which is Rakdos mid range. Uh, because it's a melee event, you can name your decks whatever you want. Um, but why the metagame summary also isn't accurate because I just counted. There's like thirteen Rakdos mid range decks. Not the three they say there are, but why are there five O decks? I'm assuming those are five O and one, but like six and one indicates that seven rounds were played. Yeah. So what I think actually happened is Melee doesn't know that there was a cut to top eight, and these like are the these six and ones are the top four that drew maybe,
1: or that that went on. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because this is kind of weird because there's like people that have. Six rounds reported, five rounds reported, and seven rounds reported. So yeah,
0: yeah. If you want, just go look at. I'll I'll link it in the description below with the with the usual league deck dump as always. of decks to look at. Always great to see like larger um, paper event metas get posted. Uh, which again, like we said, there'll be one coming up in next weekend at Dallas. There's gonna be a Pioneer five k, um, and then of course regionals coming in the middle of November, starting in November. I'll be at that five so, k. Speaking of those big events, let's talk about real quick, uh, and I'm sure we'll do this again as we get closer to regionals, just sort of uh, we'll take some time now to talk about, hey, regionals, kind of, you've got like a month to prep, right? Um, so you're, you're qualified, you're there, you're playing. Um, let's just cover some general sort of tips of things to think about, things to consider, um, and just to get prepping if this is like your first kind of next level event you've ever qualified for. Oh, yeah. I think I think the big thing is um, if your area has a Facebook group, has a Discord, definitely reach out if you already have it and say, hey, I'm qualified for the event. Um, who else in the area is qualified? Do we want to potentially travel together? Do we want to start testing together? Uh, setting up a testing group is definitely the number one thing to do. Right.
2: Whether with people that are going or not. Um Yeah you're absolutely right. I think reliable testing is going to be the big one. I I still think you should play what you know, like a lot Mm -hmm. of, like there were a lot of big time people who, who talked about not qualifying and whatever. And a lot of them switched decks pretty frequently. And and I did the same thing. And I really, and I was really trying to like find a deck that, Hey, you know, I, I feel like my quality of play is decent enough with these several decks that I played, but I really should have just rode the variance and like eventually hoped that things would have been good do the same resist the urge to switch unless you feel like it's like a metagame call that you're like oh hey you know my deck just is nowhere near good anymore people were top eight this nrg series with elves you know
0: like, elves is elves real. Is good.
2: I, that's what i'm saying it's like but my point is like that's been nowhere on the radar and like people like picked it up and were like well i've played elves before so let's play that so if they can do it with elves you can do it with whatever your deck is that you've got experience with you know and uh, I think that's a big one. Like I said, testing, the hardest part of anything is putting yourself out there, you know, and you definitely want to do it. You don't want to look back and say, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't reach out to get people who, you know, to play with me or something like that. You're, you're going to regret it if you do. So definitely, definitely be the one to reach out and, and see what you can find as far as play groups and people and
0: everything. like that. I think it also if you if you're if you'd be traveling alone, like um, the, the hotel room split with people that are local to you and stuff like that is also going to be a big benefit. Mm hmm. I know several people who are like, hey, we're just going to get, like, an Airbnb in the area to get, like, all of the Houston winners, like, in, like, the same area type of deal. So, you know, stuff like that helps cut down your cost because, yeah, you have the entry fee into the event, but you still have to pay for your travel. You still have to pay for your board when you're there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it cuts down on costs and
1: things like that. I mean, I think the big thing is just, like, get used to playing a lot of Magic. Yes. It's going to be a long it's day. nine rounds day one at the uh RC if you're going to the 5k that whole 5k is going to get played
0: out in one day so be prepared for like 6 or 7 rounds of pioneer you know take take some take some good snack well depend, depending on your venue take some good snacks if you can um maybe find a no I'm not going to say find a way to sneak in some good snacks um <laughs> the, don't don't don't, br- don't break venue rules right uh but definitely like don't try don't shout down on the hot dog that they're offering or the the like the nachos right go find some, some almonds some even like peanut butter like not peanut butter even like peanut M&Ms i always think are like a better snack than just like the nachos or the pretzel type of deal right like what about the wings from sonic no oh don't do those also at, especially at DreamHack, a.m. the the
1: if you're like conventioning dream hack and you're just there for the convention then I guess I, I you can get like the root beer mug thing or whatever, that like soda yeah, stuff if, thing. If, if, but if, if they you're have, gonna if play like any games, it's the most inconvenient thing ever. It has no lid and like it's just a mess. I just would advise just get a water bottle. Yeah. You should be drinking water anyways while you're playing Magic. There you go. Listen to Papa uh, Ricky. I'm just saying like I've been there. I bought the stupid mug on the last day when we were just conventioning or whatever, right? And even then, when I was playing like one side event, that mug was the most annoying thing ever. I just tied mine to my bag and it was great. Bro, but like, you just finished drinking out of it, you gotta find someplace to wash it out.
0: It's gonna be sticky. That's fine. I can't do sticky. I'll put, I'm putting more drink in there. Oh man. And then like, Ricky, that, that mug was
1: never empty. But that's the problem. Like it, it has to be empty at some point, right? Like
0: it's, that's fine. It's just hey, too we'll much to work. I just you're here for the you paid for that Pecos Pete mug. I, you're gonna make it work. I can't. I'm gonna bring mine. I'm not even gonna bring mine.
1: No, I've got the stupid metal mug. It's also unnerving because I bought the cheap one and it's mirrored at the bottom and you can see yourself drinking. <laughs> and I... You got any games on your when phone? you can
2: see yourself drinking, Ricky? That means you need to get more. I'm not sure what's hard about this. I, I yeah
1: yeah. I'm just. I just, you know, I would stick away from the Pecos Pete Mobile or whatever it is. I'm just saying. I don't do sticky stuff. Put that on my my tombstone.
2: Headstone. Yeah. There you go.
1: Like the pizza, like a tombstone pizza with the pepperonis. Right. You spell out tea special. Spell out I don't do no pe- I don't do I don't do no sticky stuff. Man. But uh other than that, like I'd just say like focus especially the rc specifically you can lose three rounds in day one and still make to day two and you're not dead like just keep you know you lose two if you lose your first two you just gotta like keep playing don't think about you know oh no the dream is dead oh no i came out here for nothing oh no like just have fun and keep playing good magic and keep calm and uh you know, if you get too tilted, just change your shirt and uh, go back into the <laughs> venue. And uh, you know, no, no more bad magic. You know, no more bad more, magic. That's classic. right. It's the mantra, man. It's the mantra. But
2: I thought the mantra was uh, cute "Don't Get hit. its World" back uh, joke. I really just lost it on that one. What's that song called? The Anthem. The Anthem oh, yeah. is there Good go. Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Thank you. Well, it is, Thank
0: yeah. you. I'm glad you were here, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, and then we're um, Look, out, Atlanta. you know, just put your headphones in, listen to Sea Bats on loop.
2: Make sure you call it Atlanta every chance you get, see how people react. I do not. Go to the,
0: go to the Coca-Cola Museum. Go to we the I need Aquarium. to get
2: headphones. Can we get
0: sponsored by Raycom so I can
1: have some mm-hmm. headphones?
0: Yeah. We'll make that happen. Uh, sorry, we got beats by Dre. I'll take
1: it. Um... I just I know this is supposed to be like it sounds all stupid, like all this prep stuff or whatever, right?
0: No, I think like, I think the simple stuff really is helpful. the most important.
1: Uh don't listen to Ruckman sneak stuff into the venue. Uh they're not <laughs> oh, gonna add Ricky.
2: We've got we've got we've got uh Dude, we've got
0: the, there's bad no bad boy they Ricky don't here.
1: check okay, here's the thing. They don't check every pocket. They maybe throw bag. away
0: a McDonald's sandwich. But yeah, because that's you open it will. Yeah. put
1: almonds in your binder slot on your bag. They're never going to open the binder slot on your bag. And even if they do, they can't see all the way in it. So like you're going to go, even if they check all the bags, you open the top part of the bag, you can sneak tubes of almonds in easy and like dried fruit. And it it sounds, you know, weird, but like, don't eat all the garbage there while you're playing magic. All wait we're saying until, is
2: Ruckman's never won a game against Magnus Carlsen. That's all we're saying. You wait know?
1: until you're going to whatever restaurant with the gang afterwards to celebrate your victory or your defeat. Celebrate either way.
0: Please note that Crew 3 does not endorse breaking the rules of the venue space or the event you're going to.
1: Um, no, Crew 3 does not. I do. <laughs> 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 you know, Will Smith doesn't have to cuss to sell his podcast uh But neither do
0: I. He has to slap Chris
1: Rock. Oh my god, I f- I literally forgot that even happened. That was
0: this year. Uh, that could have been seven years ago. Oh, but it yeah, was, I know. Like I said, I I think the simple stuff is the most important, and it's just going to kind of be like, you know, when you're testing, play more side games than you are game ones. Is gonna be the most important, right? We say that all um, the time. Two thirds your games try to- are side games. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Like, worry about the matchups you're already like positioned to do well against. Right. Don't try to like win the insurmountable ones. Right. We've it's been working your, on the like, wheel
2: over here at Crew Three Podcast for forever. It's not getting any better. You know,
0: it is. It is not.
2: The wheels. The wheels done its time. That's it. We were really close with the wheel too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought four flat sides is going to work.
2: Like, <laughs> you guys believe that we lost to uh, Blitzball in that in that in that adventure competition?
0: You mean Bulletball? Bulletball. Ball. Sorry,
2: yeah. Thanks, Bulletball. The uh, I didn't think it would actually be called Bulletball for whatever reason.
1: When you're testing, like honestly, just hitting up F is stupid. Like that also counts as testing. Like hit up local tournaments, but also play more games. Serious matches, full matches with buddies who are going, who aren't going, who will sit down and play Pioneer decks against you. Hopefully they play other, like, meta decks against what you're playing. At the end of the day, just register for Steam Vents and for Treasure Crews, and you'll be fine. Don't think too hard. Draw three cards.
0: Alright. But, uh, real quick, though. Like I said before... We're not going to talk about what we do or do not think should be banned, you know, what will or will not happen, but say you're playing a deck like, oh, I don't know, Rakdos or Mono Green, and something insurmountably from those decks get banned out from under you. What are your plans for the format now? Do you think there are decks people just kind of forgot about that can kind of sneak in depending on what was banned and what wasn't? Uh, Like, where would you be at? Obviously, you know... Uh, Your phoenixes will still fly, but uh, you got to pick something else here. Step one, buy a
1: new pack of dragon shields. Slide four (laughs) steam vents in those babies and just go from there. Yeah. Man, I don't know what the future holds or what could be in Brothers War, but it's going to take a lot to make me not cast Treasure Cruise. They and, could ban what? Treasure Cruise. They, they need to ban I might arm try when Brothers it. War comes out, right? We aren't talking about banned carts. Okay, you're right. We're not but talking about banned But literally, carts. but if we as long as I'm allowed to Treasure Cruise without a disqualification, I'm probably going to try it. Um, and even when he will get a disqualification, yeah. he still might If Lightning Bolt comes back in Brothers War, I'll still be casting Treasure Cruises with Lightning Bolts.
0: Lightning Bolts. Yeah, yeah like, that's not gonna... Uh,
1: you know, people are talking about Urza's lands maybe getting printed. as a big meme going around about reprinting Urza's tower and, and such into Pioneer in Brothers War. And if that happens, I will still be casting Treasure Cruise. Find the deck that you like. Find the deck that you are good with. And just test it into the ground. And if yeah. your deck gets banned out from under you for some reason a week before an event, which is literally the worst thing that could happen to you,
0: play Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, go go find Mono Red. Yeah. Call me. Go buy the Orzov Oris Challenger deck? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, so... Rumor had, or I don't know, it's actually confirmed. We're going to start seeing Brothers War cards Thursday because, hey, guess what? The new spoilers are done. So uh, the never-ending hype must flow. I think really, though,
1: when we're talking about, I know it's we're going backwards here, but uh, we're talking about band cards, right? Yeah. I literally think that next week is the last week that Wizards could possibly drop a new Pioneer ban list on us mm-hmm. before regionals.
2: Mm, I think yeah. so,
1: yeah. I honestly think that, like, I think it would be rude to give, like, less than four weeks' notice to regionals, right? So, like, we've got, like, the
0: rest of this week, which anything could happen. Didn't they ban something before a PT, like, an arena PT, like, somewhat recently?
1: Uh, Does arena count as magic? Nah, you're right. But I I just think that, like, ultimately, they've got, like, maybe a 14-day window before it's just, like... Any
0: banning that I, they make is just. Perfect. I definitely think the format is pretty locked in its laughter regionals. Me too.
2: I think if, if they did, the good news is they do have some extra Joanne's fabric gift cards sitting around they can compensate <laughs> the players with. So, you know, never say never.
0: Chris, they blew all that corporate sponsorship on those four gift cards. Oh, yeah. I don't know where they got the $150 one from, but uh, Jimmy Jimmy the intern's not getting paid for the year. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile. Crew 3 Podcast brought to you by
1: Raid
0: Shadow Legends. <laughs> is. Hey, yeah. we could get sponsored by HelloFresh real quick if we want to try to make a quick buck on YouTube. I've tried to work with HelloFresh before, and they're annoying. Yeah, that's what I thought. The next time we get the Raid offer, though, I will be streaming the Raid like, hey, play the Raid PC port for four hours. Bro, let, let me talk to the Raid representative. They
1: know me. All right, we'll do it. I've turned them down a few times. And they get desperate. <laughs> they get real desperate. Kind of weird. Anyway. Let's see if we get that uh, that Lord of the Rings sponsorship. No, I don't want to touch that one either.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, like I said, Brothers War spoilers starting up. We'll have a teaser apparently on Thursday's Midweek Magic, uh, but spoilers don't start for the week or so. But I think usually how we do spoilers, right, We we kind of cover pretty much most of the cards that come out. But with regionals being the week of release, I think we're going to take a little bit more of a – competitive. Does this tilt? actually that... affect the game? Exactly. So kind of be on look out for that. So who like, I'm sure we'll still hold on. Oh, we'll still we'll still we'll still hype up sort of like things as we see them and stuff like that. You know, well, I'm sure we'll still talk about some of the, like the big random mythics or big dumb splashy things. But in general, we're going to kind of try to focus more in on these are the cards to really consider going into regionals. So I think that'll be a different kind of spin for us, which could be a little more entertaining. should be fun. Um, but yeah, like I said, also, uh, Extra Life will be on the 12th, which is previous weekend. So I think uh, we'll be cracking some product to help Ricky find the cards he needs for Atlanta. Right, we the know. lightning uh, bolts that I'm going to need. That's right. All this lightning bolts that you don't already pillage. own. Pillage. Uh, <laughs> pillage. Yeah, we'll, we'll crack some on stream... It should be fun. We'll stream all those. Uh, again, you have. I'll put up a poll here soon on the. Our, is our is one of our milestones? Scamilton or is it Pinocchio watch along? Um, I'd rather watch Scamilton than the new Pinocchio. Or any maybe Scam. I'd rather watch
1: Chipetto,
2: which is the musical with Drew Carey. Is that an actual thing or is that just the Drew? Yeah, Carey no, show no, thing? no. The, 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 Drew Carey was an actual. There was a time that that was uh, Drew Carey was everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Drew Carey. But yeah, Drew Carey uh,
1: is the lead role in a Pinocchio musical that's more centered around the character of Geppetto instead of Pinocchio. Uh, but that's not Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is True. is the new Geppetto. Uh, I've heard just horrible, horrible things about that movie. Yeah, that's what we're going to watch it. Heck yeah. Uh,
0: but of course, before we end off the show... It's time to take a look into the listener mailbag for our Patreon. As of course thank you to with Patreon, Patreon.com slash crew three mtg. We have three we have uh three excellent tiers available, each with their own benefits, so be sure to look out there. And of course, available to all tiers of the Patreon is our mailbag, which gets one question every week. And it could sound like this. This question comes from Minjisku, who asks what cards that aren't legal in Pioneer would you like to see printed into the same way Lily, printed into it, the same way Leon the Vault was? Assume you want a well balanced format after release. Hmm. Well, damn. Oh, this is the easiest. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. Tar-
1: Tarmagoyf. Tarmagoyf? Yeah. Real talk, Tarmagoyf. Charmergoyf uh, a good one. I I think that it will open up doors for like new mid range decks. Uh, It's not overpowered because, like, Fetchlands, other than Fabled Passage, aren't very good. I'd like to see more, like, Delirium-based decks. And, like, I mean, the card is $16 and seeing, like, not really any actual play in Modern. I've started just hunting, ever since Liliana of the Veil got spoiled, I'm now just hunting, like, my favorite Modern cards that see no play anymore because they're not Modern Horizons 2 cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I, I think there's just like a slew of cards that I think could just come into Pioneer that really wouldn't like uh,
0: absurdly creep the power of the the Pioneer yeah. format. Aethervile is one of those cards that will creep the format too much, I think. It probably. definitely will. <laughs> but uh, I keep seeing those Double Masters ones for like $12 and I'm always like, huh. I've already bought them. <laughs> I know, I'm going to do the same thing. The, uh... I, bl- I blew through most of my store credit I got from selling a bunch of cards. For Schildred's? But, uh, I might pick up some Aether Vials.
1: Which Schildred's did you pick up?
0: I already had Child sh- I already bought Schildred's. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I bought Phyrexian children's Nice. Because they're the same price. Can't read them. How am I supposed it's, to know she, what it does? She has an easier Praetor to remember what she does in the other ones. It's true. Like, do you remember what Jingitaxis does? jingitaxis uh... And he counters my opponent's
1: first spell. He does, yeah, and doubles my first spell. Yes, even if it's a creature or something stupid, right? I don't think it doubles creatures. Okay. Um, the thing to know is like predators always uh, take and give. That's how. That's it's, all you have to remember.
0: It's a it's a like pseudo symmetrical.
1: Right, your opponent loses something and you gain the thing that your opponent lost. So Vorniclix is your opponent gets half counters and you get double, you double counters. counters. Ur-brask, Urbrask, you draw two cards per turn, uh, but your opponent
0: doesn't get to draw anymore. They have to exile off the top. I think Urbrask is... I think you both exile. You just keep your draw step. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, is probably the easiest one to remember, though, until we get Elishnorn. Right. Which, who knows what that's going to be. But anyway, uh, so yeah. So... Uh, Aether Vial, I think, would actually ruin the format. Um, I just want, like, just fun, like, aggressive, kind of beat-down stompy decks cards. Like, I want, like, a Strangleroot Geist. I want, like, Strangle Strangleroot's really nice. So is Rancor. Those are good ideas. Yeah. Or Goblin Guide, maybe, even? I think Goblin Guide can make it, yeah. Chris, you got thoughts? Chris, what do you got?
2: You know, my thought was honestly, because I, I was really trying to figure out, like, what, what, if anything, it'd be... And I don't know, I feel like it changes every time every time and it's just kind of fun to think of interesting answers. One of the ones I kinda of want to see is remand. Um but that uh, might be too yes. powerful for my combo decks, you know?
0: What about like Mana Leak? Uh, yeah, well, I
2: think we have some more to Mana Leak. Mana Leak's definitely definitely fine, uh fine as well for sure. So
0: Um could we see like I'd like to see War Leader's Sun Titan? Sun Titan. Just Sun Titan. Okay. What I'm down like for that for
1: sure. You're down for the Sun Titan? Yeah, definitely down for Sun Titan. Helix, you mean Lightning Helix? Yeah. That'd probably be okay. I mean, like, we already got Boros Charm in the format, right? Yeah. But, yeah, Sun Titan, not the rest of the Titans, but just Sun Titan is a really cool card that does a very unique thing repeatedly and is very interesting as, like, a reanimate target and a blink target. I think Sun Titan would be really fun in
2: the format but not the other titans. None of the other ones. Yeah. Sun Titan's fun with like Renegade Rallyer type shenanigans, you know? Right. I don't know so how you justify just printing Sun Titan, but make it happen.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I think there are a lot of good cards and I think this is a good one. Uh, if you're on the Discord, comment comment in the episode discussion what you think uh, are cards you'd like to see as well. Because I think there's a lot of cool stuff uh, as long as, again, think about balance of the format in mind. I don't want to. You don't want to. I don't want to either. And because of that, I think we should end things here. Thank you for the question. And again, crew3.patreon.com slash crew3mtg. Uh, Gentlemen, where can the people find you on socials? You can find me on the tweeters at it's underscore Christmas. You can find me
1: on Twitter at also Steve. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash crew3mtg.
0: And you can find me at Crew Three Podcast over on Twitter. Uh, I might start sporadically streaming. We'll see. Probably not. I think if I do a lot more video stuff, it's going to be more so on the YouTube channel. Uh, and I've recorded my box opening for Born of the or for Journey to Nicks and uh, Ricky and I just need to record our games and the progression series will make its triumphant return. So be sure to look out for that on the YouTube channel Crew Three MTG. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, everyone, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.